Hi, and welcome to the Circle of Film podcast. I'm Ryan, and join me as we step into Kingsman, the Golden Circle, in today's statistics episode. We reap the wind and the sky when the sun is high. We sail the length of the seas on the ocean breeze. At night we name every star. We know where we are. We know who we are, who we are. I had a small debate over whether or not to do this statistic to do the statistics episode on Kingsman or Lego Ninjago movie. Uh, but Kingsman had a couple extra names in it, and I think overall the names in the Kingsman movie, in, in Kingsman the Golden Circle, are just far more resonant and, and recognizable and impactful on the spreadsheet as a whole. Uh, so I decided to go with that, and so that's what we're going to do. Uh, so let's just jump right into this, shall we? Uh, Kingsman the Golden Circle. Uh, if I hadn't actually rated it specifically at the time of the review episode when it went out, but now it does have a rating of 59. 59 puts it on par with two other movies released in 2017 as of right now, which are The Beguiled and Band-Aid. Uh, all movies that I think have a lot of enjoyment, or rather, I think Band-Aid and Kingsman have a lot of enjoyment, but I think that both movies are far more shallow than they need to be, and, and particularly in Band-Aid's case, uh, appear to be, whereas The Beguiled, I think, is on the opposite side of the spectrum. I think it's far more technically and beautifully uh, handled by the people working on it, uh, whereas I think the content and enjoyment level is, is far less uh, present than the other movies. So I think it's a little on both sides. All three movies fail to reach the 60-point uh, threshold of being quote-unquote good on my ranking scale, but they are the highest rated 50... highest rank, rank, uh, They are given the highest rating that they possibly can in the 50s, which is still a solid rating. Uh, it's not bad, and I guess I think of the three, The Beguiled would probably be the best movie of the three, whereas Band-Aid is probably my most, the movie I most enjoyed of the three, so, you know, it, it's, it's, it's kind of a picking and choose. Uh, Kingsman the Golden Circle, I've seen, I saw it on September 24th, 2017, so approximately three days ago from when I'm recording slash releasing this episode. I clocked it at about 135 minutes. I think it's listed on Letterboxd and IMDb at about 140, but again, that includes credits, and uh, I don't. My, my brief summary of the movie, Destruction leads a secret organization to flee to the States to find help from their cousins. Uh, yeah. I'd say that's pretty accurate. And as of the last time I checked, this movie had a 49% on Rotten Tomatoes. Let me just double check that right now, see if it's changed in the last day or so. And it has. It's gone up to 50. It is now a 50 even on Rotten Tomatoes. Uh, that's pretty good. And Kingsman is part of a series of movies. This is the second Kingsman movie, uh, with currently the third Kingsman movie in talks to come out in a year or two. 
Um, but we'll see if that still happens. I don't know if this movie's going to blow up as much as the first one did, but I, I assume it'll make quite a bit of money. We have two movies and an average rating of 67.5 and a total length of 4 hours and 4.38 hours. Uh, Kingsman ranks as the 83rd highest rated series on my spreadsheet, coming in just behind uh, The Rescuers and just ahead of Back to the Future. So, all right, the director of Kingsman the Golden Circle is Matthew Vaughn. This is the sixth film of Matthew Vaughn's that I've seen and is his worst film to date. Uh, Matthew Vaughn, previously having directed In Order, Descending, uh, Kick-Ass, X-Men First Class, Stardust, Kingsman the Secret Service, and Layer Cake. Uh, They're all far better, in my opinion, than Kingsman the Golden Circle. Uh, this lowers his average film rating to a 76.83. Uh, his value remains a 13, which puts his score at 89.83, which is a pretty pretty good score on any of the three uh, charts, director, writer, or thespian. And this leaves him ranked at 324th, uh, about two-tenths of a point off from jumping up uh, more than 30 spots with all these people above him tied at 90 even. So Matthew Vaughn, still overall someone I really enjoy the, his movies. And, you know, Kick-Ass, I absolutely love Kick-Ass, and I thought he did a great job with the X-Men movies he was given. And, you know, that's not even to mention the movies he's produced, like Lockstock and Snatch. So, yeah, he, he's, he's, uh, he's pretty good. I, I'm, I'm still, this may have waned my, my enthusiasm for his movies a little bit, but overall, I'm, I'm pretty much on board with Matthew Vaughn as a whole. Uh, moving on to writers. There are a couple extra names attached to this movie besides uh, Matthew Vaughn, and we're going to go down descending order, best to worst. And number one is Jane Goldman, frequent Matthew Vaughn co-writer, collaborator. Uh, Kingsman the Golden Circle is the ninth writing credit of hers that I've seen, and her eighth, and, and ranks eighth in her list of movies. It follows after in descending order kick-ass x-men first class the debt stardust x-men days of future past kingsman the secret service and miss peregrine's home for peculiar children uh, and precedes the woman in black that daniel radcliffe movie that was very meh uh, uh this is lowers lowers her average film rating to a 75 uh, her value remains at 17, which puts her score at 92 even. Uh, this is actually a not so... There's just there's currently so many writers on my spreadsheet that are with have one movie that are very highly ranked right now. I'm still trying to work through putting all the writing credits into the spreadsheet. But uh, currently, that leaves Jane Coleman at ranked tied with at 593rd uh, with another like 60 people who all have the same rank as her. So that's really good. And, you know, as a female the writer, uh, I think female writers have it, have a much bigger presence toward the top of the spreadsheet than female directors do at the moment. Uh, and, and she's one of them. She's far, very prolific as well. You know, nine films is a pretty high number for a writer on my spreadsheet. 
and I'm uh, I enjoy all of her movies to to some to some degree. Also, uh, that I, there's also uh, Matthew Vaughn. Matthew Vaughn, uh, as a writer, comes in with the exact same movies he had as a director, except you just add the debt to be his third highest ranked movie. And so, put all those together, uh, Kingsman the Golden Circle, as the seventh film of Matthew Vaughn's, lowers his average film rating to a 76.43, his score, his value remains a 15, his score is a 91.43, which ranks him just a little bit behind Jane Goldman at 663rd. Uh, not super far behind in terms of position on the spreadsheet, uh, even though the ranking may suggest a little bit more of a gap uh, than uh, believed. And uh, those are the only two. Uh, so Jane Goldman and Matthew Vaughn. Moving on to actors, thespians. Uh, there are 13 uh, credits for the actors and thespians on this list, and they start out with Michael Gambone. I don't think there's any spoilers in the casting, and and but uh, I'll try and avoid them if if I think there are. This is Michael Gambone's 24th film credit that I've seen, uh, which raises lowers sorry his average film rating to a 67.54. It is the first movie of his, rated uh, in the 50s, and keeps his value remains a 36, so his score is 103.54, which leaves him squarely at 85th overall. Uh, Kingsman the Golden Circle, as his 20th highest rated film, comes in behind The Cook, The Thief, His Wife, and Her Lover, a decent, decent good movie, and ahead of Toys, the Robin Williams something. Uh, so Michael Gambone, 85th overall. Next up is Julianne Moore. This is the 29th film of Julianne Moore's. Uh, lowers her average film rating to a 63.62. It is the fourth film of hers, uh, rank, rated in the 50s. And with a value of 30, that leaves her score at 97.62. Uh, good enough for 189th overall. Kings of the Golden Circle is her 19th highest rated movie, coming in just behind A Single Man and just ahead of The Shipping News. A Single Man, where she co-stars along with uh, her Kingsman co-star, Colin Firth. Uh, but that is not the next person we're talking about. The next person we're talking about is Jeff Bridges. Jeff Bridges, this is the 22nd film of his I've seen. Uh, which lowers his average film rating to a 64.09. It is the only film of his rated in the 50s, and with a value of 27, he has a score of 97.09. He is currently ranked 197th. Um, Kingsman The Golden Circle is his 17th highest rated movie, coming in just after The Morning After, and just ahead of the men who stare at goats. Men who stare at goats. Uh, next up we have uh, Channing Tatum. A uh, smaller role in the movie than I thought. But, you know, I, I thought he was fine in what he did. I think if they make another... I think he... I feel like he'll probably going to have a bigger role in the third Kingsman movie. Because I don't know why they wouldn't 
keep him around. But Jane Tatum, 32nd film of his that I've seen, uh, lowers his average film rating to a 60.53. It is his fifth film, rated in the 50s. Uh, he has a value of 29 and a score of 89.53. This leaves Channing Tatum ranked at 517th. Kingsman the Golden Circle is his 19th highest rated movie, coming in just behind Letters to Jackie, where he provides a voiceover, and just ahead of Magic Mike XXL. Uh, it's a little lower on that than some people were. I've seen a lot of love for that movie. Maybe I need to add that to my rewatch list. Magic Mike XXL. Next up, uh, Emily Watson. Uh, this is the 14th film of hers that I've seen, uh, which lowers her average film rating to a 66.57. It's the third film of hers rated uh, in the 50s. And with a value of 18, her score is 84.57, uh, which is good enough to get her 788th place. Kingsman and the, Se the Golden Circle is her 10th highest rated film, coming in just behind Bell just ahead of The Book Thief. Uh, her other 50 film rated in the 50s, besides The Book Thief, is Synecdoche, New York. After that, we have Mark Strong. This is the 18th film of Mark Strong's that I've seen, uh, which lowers his average film rating to a 61.83. Uh, it is his fourth film, rated in the 50s, and with a value of 17, he has a score of 78.83 which puts him at 1,131st overall. Kingsman the Golden Circle is his 11th highest rated film, ranked uh, rated just behind Miss Pettigrew Lives for a Day, and just ahead of John Carter. Uh, his other films rated in the 50s are The Young Victoria and the Ryan Reynolds Green Lantern, which would probably be rated a little bit lower if I watched it again. I would, I would suspect, I would suspect. Uh, next up is Taron Egerton, the lead character in Kingsman the Golden Circle. This is the third film of his that I've seen, and lowers his average film rating to a 70.67. It is his only film rated in the 50s, and it is his lowest rated film of all, uh, coming in behind Kingsman the Secret Service. His best film is his voice role in Sing. Uh, Kingsman the Golden Circle... Uh, his value remains a 4, which makes his score a 74.67. He is ranked 1,422nd overall. And that's it. That's all there is. He's fine. I thought he was fine in this movie. I think he's better than the first one, to be honest. I'd like to see him in a musical. Like a, a real musical, not like sing, like a live-action musical. I thought he has a really nice voice. Next up... Um, Hannah Alstrom, uh, who plays Taron Egerton's love interest, uh, fiancé, girlfriend in the movie. Uh, this is the second film of hers I've seen. Lowers her average film rating to a 67.5. It is her lowest rated film. At, you know, an only film rated in the 50s. Uh, she has value of 2, a score of 69.5, uh, which me means she is ranked 1,769th. Uh, her only other movie besides Kingsman the Golden Circle is Kingsman the Secret Service. She is the one with, uh, who makes the anal joke at the end of the first movie. Makes an anal joke in this movie, too. Uh, next up is Bruce Greenwood. This is the 29th film of Bruce Greenwood's. 
which raises his average film rating to a 52.55. It is his second film rating in the 50s. And with a value of 9, he has a score of 61.55. So he has actually moved up in rank to uh, 2,355th. Kingsman of the Golden Circle is his 15th highest rated film, coming in just behind Good Kill. And just ahead of the Denzel Washington film, Deja Vu. Um, I I liked Bruce Greenwood in this. You know, he's very one note, but I thought that, like, I wish they would have explored his character's uh, motivations and decision a little bit more. Because they really gloss over it. Next up, we finally get to the man himself, Colin Firth. This is the 22nd film of Colin Firth's I've seen. Uh, which raises his average film rating to a 47.86. It was the second film of his, uh, rated in the 50s. And with a value of 1, uh, he has a score of 51.86. Uh, that get, leaves him ranked 2,930th. Um, for reference, that is out of 3,871 people. And Kingsman the Golden Circle is his 11th highest rated film coming in just behind A Single Man, a movie I'm pretty low on, comparatively, and a movie just ahead of St. Trinian's, the first movie, uh, which he doesn't have a big part in. He's good in A Single Man, I just think the movie itself was pretty lukewarm for me. Uh, after Colin Firth, we have Halle Berry, uh, another Oscar winner. This is the 21st film of hers I've seen. And raises her average film rating to a 46.90. It is the second film of hers rated in the 50s. And with a value of 0, that leaves her with a score of 48.90, ranked 3,094th overall. Kingsman the Golden Circle clocks in as her 10th highest rated film, coming in just behind uh, her performance as herself in Kevin Hart, What Now? from last year. And just ahead of Cloud Atlas. Cloud Atlas. Yep. Next up, uh, uh, Game of Thrones alumnus uh, Pedro Pascal, who I, I really enjoyed him in this movie. This is his second film and raises his average film rating to a 46. This is his best film, only film rated in the 50s. And with a value of negative 1, he has a score of 45. Uh, which makes him ranked 3,269th overall. Uh, he is uh, Kingsman of the Golden Circle. His best movie is better than The Great Wall, his second best movie. Um, yeah, uh, Pedro Pascal does a lot in this movie. Uh, you know, they, they downplay him quite a bit, and I thought he did a fantastic job. Uh, don't like the direction his character took, but I, I thought he had a fantastic, did a fantastic job. Next up, uh, Poppy Delavigne, probably pronouncing that wrong, Delavigne, whatever, I guess, I don't know. Uh, she plays, um, I don't know how I want to, uh, the, the first female, or not the first, the, she plays the girlfriend, ex-girlfriend to the bad guy from the first movie that came back in this movie with the, bio, uh, the, the robotic arm. She's the one that he meets at the um, what is it, the, 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 uh, I don't know what I'm trying to say here, um, she's the one that Eggsy has to 
put a tracking device on in the movie, if you've seen it. Uh, this is the third film of hers, and it raises her average film rating to a 34.67. It is her only film rating in the 50s, and with a value of negative 3, she has a score of 31.67. Kingsman and the Golden Circle is her best rated movie, uh, and is followed by She's Funny That Way and King Arthur Legend of the Sword. Um, King Arthur is terrible. And then, that might be it. Kingsman, the Golden Circle. Yes, that is the final person in this movie. Moving on from Thespians, actors, to uh, genre, we have, again, ranked rated 59 in 2017. Kingsman satisfies the following genres. Action, raising uh, action. Average rating 55.24. Adventure, average rating 54.45. Comedy, average rating 56.35. And that's it. It's an action-adventure comedy movie. Uh, I clocked it at a 1 on the Bechtel test. I don't think any of the female-named characters ever speak to each other. And it is rated R for Raucous. Uh, currently no Academy Award nominations. I suspect it won't get any. I don't think the first one did. And this is a worse movie with worse reviews. So I don't expect to see any buzz about Kingsman the Golden Circle on the awards circuit. However, moving over to the year 2017, Kingsman the, C the Golden Circle is the 146th film from 2017 that I have seen and approximately the 726th film I've seen this calendar year. Uh, it raises the average film rating of 2017 films to 47.6 and lowers the average uh, tomato, meter, tomato meter rating of these films to 59.3. As an action-adventure comedy, it is the 31st action film of the year, the 27th adventure film of the year, and 57th comedy film of the year that I have seen. As a 1 on the Bechtel test, it is part of the 35.62% of films this year with a 1 on the Bechtel test. And rated R, it is one of the 64 films from this year that has been rated R, which is the highest number of films uh, as far as MPAA rating. And uh, it's not close really. Next up is PG-13 at 40, uh, followed by not rated at 27. So, for the third straight year, fourth, fifth, uh, sixth, sixth straight year as far as my spreadsheet's concerned right now, the highest quantity and volume films, as far as MPAA rating goes, are rated R. Which I wouldn't have guessed like 10 years ago before I was watching R-rated movies, but yeah, I don't know. I always felt like people tried to market films to the most people possible which feels more like PG-13 to me, but I suppose that's not true. So, uh, that is Kingsman, the Golden Circle, and all of its statistical glory. Thank you for listening to that part of the show. Uh, we will now moving into the Fantasy Movie League brief segment, uh, so stick around for that if you are so interested. Uh, otherwise, uh, please, uh, thank you for listening, and uh, come back soon. Sink into our seats right as they dimmed out all the lights Technicolor world made out of music and machine. I mean, how hard can that 
Yes, we are back with the fifth week of Fantasy Movie League, I believe. Is that right? No, fourth week. That was the fourth week of Fantasy Movie League, my mistake. Uh, and we saw a lot of movement in this week uh, from our league particularly, a lot of movement outside of our league as well, as no one was really on top of this that I could see in the chatter. Um, I very, very rarely saw Home Again mentioned, um, and Home Again is your best performer. The week four perfect lineup Cineplex was two screens of It, two screens of American Assassin, and four screens of Home Again. As it turns out, someone in the Cinerealist League did have that, and that is Xanadu. Xanadu, who has now won two weeks this season um, to have a total of four total weeks won. Uh, and uh, that was big because he gained more. He gained eleven million dollars on the next person, next highest person, and about fourteen million on pretty much everybody else, if not more. Uh, so week four went to Xanadu. Uh, next number two was Christine H. Jensen Cineplex. She screened two screens of It, four screens of American Assassin, and two screens of Spider-Man: Homecoming. Followed up by number three. Uh, Yo JRB James, who had a, mo- um, uh, 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 an arrangement, a motley kind of hedge kind of li- lineup that didn't really commit to anything, but that turned out to be pretty good this week. Uh, followed by a four way tie for fourth between Keel Music, The Blueprint, Director's Cut, and Rybone, who all screened a single Kingsman, The Golden Circle, and seven American Assassins. Uh, next up in eighth this week was MJ Labo, who went a little heavy on Mother, and JLA Born's Cineplex was another just like you know, uh, James, where he kind of just split his screens between a little bit of everything. And rounding up the top ten is me, who uh, kind of went in on Spider-Man with Kingsman, It, American Assassin, and then five screens of Spider-Man Homecoming. Uh, so, uh, a lot of those names, though, in the top ten... When you look at Director's Cut, Blueprint, uh, James, uh, MJ Labo, JLA Born, were not people ranked very highly prior to that week. So as it turns out, the top 10 actually got all shaken up quite a bit here. Uh, looking at now, uh, a couple of people, the top two, Rybone and Keel Music, did not move at all. But everyone else did slide around a little bit. Uh, dropping from third to sixth place after this week is uh, Shawbin or Zach. Uh, dropping from fourth to seventh is Perksplex. Um, uh, moving up from fifth to fourth is Christine H. Jensen's. Dropping from sixth to thirteenth is the Box Officer. Uh, dropping from seventh to tenth is uh, Derek. Moving up from eighth to fifth is me. Uh, moving up from ninth to third is Xanadu. And moving up from tenth to ninth is Cinemania. And uh, JLA Born moves up from thirteenth to eighth. So your new top ten. Damn it. There are. Or there is a header on this one. Moving up, your top ten. From 1 to 10 are Rybone, Keel Music, Xanadu, Kirstein H. Jensen's, Plexi, Shawbin, Perks Plex, JLA Born, Cinemating Theaters, and Derek. Um, 
The uh, Xanadu took a huge jump in terms of best performers. He had four. Um, James had one. And then Perksplex and Shaubin both had two apiece, uh, despite being tied for 14th in the on the week overall. And that leaves Xanadu with eight total best performers this week, this uh, season. And right behind him, Shaubin and Derek both have six. And uh, James has five, and everybody else has three or less. Currently, I still have none. Four weeks in, still no best performers. And uh, it's, it's really starting to bug me. I'm astonished that I'm ranked fifth without having hit best performer once. But I, I don't think I can possibly ever win doing that. However, uh, I'm just glad for myself personally to have slowly, steadily moved up. Uh, but as of right now, looking at the season as a whole, Rybone has $344 million. Uh, $2 million behind him is Keel Music with $342. Xanadu nearly uh, back on top with $341. Kirstein H. Jensen's in fourth has 337, and then a little bit of a drop to me at 325. Uh, Zach's at 319, about 600k above Perksplex. Uh, JLA Bourne's at 316, Cinemania Theaters at 303, and Derek at 301. So the difference in the top 10 is just 42 million dollars. Uh, again, not a not an insurmountable difference, but uh, that's generally going to take like two or three weeks to overcome, and that's if and you got to string together some really great weeks to do so. Uh, so, you know, looking at this, it seems like the top is kind of starting to iron itself out a little. Uh, I would say the top seven are generally the seven best people on the whole in the league. Uh, you've got all four winners in the top seven. Rybone, Keel Music, myself, and Zach, as well as perennial fifth place, Perksplex, uh, currently at the bottom of the seven. Uh, Xanadu, who uh, hasn't ever cracked the top six before, but, you know, after his performance uh, so far this season, you know, he is definitely someone to be reckoned with and has really turned it on this, this season. Uh, followed by Kirsten H. Jensen's, who has shown remarkable improvement from fall to the awards season to spring this year. Uh, stumbled a little bit this summer, but seems to be riding this ship. And uh, yeah, it it's, looks really good. Um, I would say that the best person not on this list is statistically James, but he had a great week, uh, moved up a little. He's now 12th overall and poised to break back into the top 10. Uh, after missing the top 10 the last two seasons. So, yeah, it's it's a good, it was a good week, uh, and it was a week that really, really made you commit to something. Um, if you wanted to try and move things around, uh, or you could just kind of sit back on your Kingsman 7 American Assassins and uh, just kind of ride the wave a little bit. Uh, which, you know, depending on what position you're in, that's what you want to do. You know, I, I can't fault that at all. So, moving on to week five. Week five, we see the introduction of American Made. 
uh, as well as Flatliners, Battle of the Sexes gets an expansion, A Question of Faith, uh, Stronger it gets another small expansion this week. Um, so five new movies on the slate. Well, four new movies on the slate. Battle of the Sexes was there last week. Just very low. And uh, a lot of interesting options here. You know, you've got three or four or five really anchor choices between Kingsman, American Made, It, Lego Ninjago, and Flatliners. Uh, then everything else is kind of in the middle until you hit Home Again, Mother, Stronger, Hitman's Bodyguard, Friend Request, Wind River, Spider-Man, which are all kind of low-end fillers. So a lot of options right now. I, you know, we're waiting on theater counts, honestly, to see what's going to kind of get hit the hardest. A lot of people suspecting Mother is going to lose a lot of theaters. I wouldn't be surprised. Uh, but I'd assume a lot of those movies at the bottom end are going to get hit pretty hard. Uh, and... Uh, Besides that, it's going to be, we're going to have to see, you know, can American Made make a good Thursday number, or Flatliners even, because uh, there's a lot of speculation about just how wide the range is for those movies, you know, a lot of people think that they've got really low floors, but, you know, remains to be seen, remains to be seen. Um, it, you know, Flatliners is rated PG-13, which, you know, Kingsman, American Made, It, all rated R. Lego Ninjago, PG. So Flatliners kind of hits that sweet spot. But so did Friend Request. So, you know, maybe that doesn't mean anything. Uh, yeah. So moving on to week number five. Uh, we have uh, Zan uh, also to mention Xandu's Perfect Cineplex. That is his second Perfect Cineplex. Uh, which is awesome. So awesome. So, uh, that's it for Fantasy Movie League. Thanks so much for listening to all the episode, or just this episode part, or just the first part, whatever. Um, please, if you have any comments, concerns, questions, or answers, you can send those to circleoffilm at gmail.com. Check out the website. More information on me, the spreadsheet, episodes, and plenty of other things and fun, nifty, neat stuff at circlefilm.com if you would like to support the show um, by doing more than listening to it you can head over to patreon.com slash circleoffilm and as always have a week so long farewell I'll be the same good night I know she'll never leave me even as she fades from Wait a minute. Wait a minute. Wait a minute. So long.